This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Whoa, this new Sound of Freedom film is killing us at the box office. Even worse, it's changing hearts and minds. My sacred right as a Hollywood director. Oh, please. It couldn't change my mind. I'll take that bet. Alexa, two tickets for Sound of Freedom. From the free ticket portal online. We have to be responsible about which brands we support, you know. Over two million children a year are being sucked into the deepest recesses of hell. If we do nothing, someday it's gonna reach the likes of you. Bravo! Bravo! Wow, what a film! My eyes are opened! I had no idea! The pain, the suffering, the heroism. They go through so, so much! All so they can bring us children. Savage! This program contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. Real news, it's not fake news. I'm not so long the line. Am I allowed to say that? Oh, I'm not Anyway, guys. So, yeah, we're, we're ready. One second. The left are liars. Stop the fucking bullshit. Bye. Go home to mommy. Or a group. It only takes one person to fight for freedom. Savage guys welcome uh welcome 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 to another edition here of savaged unfiltered guys um today i got a lot to talk about on the show uh a lot uh and it's been a crazy week in the political field the political world um not only as a podcast host but a content creator guys Uh, i want to get into this new movie that's uh literally buzzing all over social media the sound of freedom um, Rotten Tomatoes guys is uh, giving it a big thumbs up. Uh, I looked at Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, what shaky like a 4.9, right? Decided to look at the producer here. Yeah, he's shaking his head. Yeah, about a 4.9. And yeah. uh, it's it's. I mean, you know what? That that is definitely guys. It's definitely. Uh, I mean, that's reality, right? It's it's. I mean, 4.9. Okay. I mean, if I was a movie critic, which I'm not. I, I would totally, uh, I would totally accept it. But uh, speaking of movie critics, guys, we're going to talk about that today on today's show um, on Savage Filter. But before we jump in, guys, you know me, I got to give the shout outs to our exclusive sponsors here on the show, Live Rishi, guys. Mm. Want to say thank you to Live Rishi. I've uh, been using them 
uh, for about a year now. And uh, it's it's tremendous, guys. Tremendous products. Use that lift, live, live Rishi, that Rishi rub on your skin. Uh, hell, you can even put it in your mouth. They have like uh, products, you know, if you have like a rash or some kind of tooth infection. Uh, check it out, guys. LiveRishi.com. It's organic CBD oil. And uh, if you use Savage 10, guys, you're going to get uh, 20% off your order. That's right, guys. Our exclusive deal for you guys. Check them out today. Live Rishi. Can't say more than enough what those awesome guys are doing over there on LiveRishi.com. Also want to say thank you to uh, Blackout Coffee. That's right, guys. Another exclusive sponsor picking up the show, Blackout Coffee. Much love to you guys. Thank you very much. If you're trying to look for a, uh, a product that's patriotic and just downright uh, conservative here in, in the country, check out Blackout Coffee. Not only, not only do I love it, guys, but there's tremendous amount of podcasters out there that just choose Blackout Coffee for the show. And it's awesome that they're choosing this show as months, months of the uh, greatest out there, Dan Bongino, uh, Tucker, I mean, all of them. They love Blackout Coffee, and I love Blackout Coffee too, guys. Check out Blackout Coffee. Uh, that will be on the show notes too, guys, so you can get all your exclusive uh, offers uh, through the show here on Savage Unfiltered through Blackout Coffee. So, you know what, guys? I'm done with the sponsors. Back to the show. Let's get this show started here. I, I want to I wanna welcome uh, my good friend here, uh, joining us from Tennessee. He's been on the show uh, about once or twice. Uh, my good buddy, Rusty. Rusty, buddy. Like, what's going on, man? I want to talk a little bit about this uh, this Sound of Freedom. H- have you seen the movie yet in movie theaters or streaming or or what? Yeah, actually, I went on the true opening day, which actually turned out to be July 3rd. Wasn't expecting it. I went to go watch Indiana Jones. But I noticed it was already out, and I told a girlfriend, I said, we need to watch this movie right here because it's very important. So we watched it, too. So so wait, so you went for like a double feature then that day, right? You seen Indiana Jones plus Sound of Freedom? Yep, so I got to see both of them that day, so it was pretty cool. I was off that Monday, July 3rd, so I got to watch both of them. Yeah. Uh, so here, here's my question for you, Rusty. You know, I've been checking out a lot of like YouTube videos and a couple videos circulating TikTok and Rumble. And there's certain, you know, fans of the movie that are experiencing like weirdness, man, you know, with the with the sound going off like mid roll of the movie and, you know, AMC movie theaters and other companies like, uh, you know, maybe it's glitches or maybe they're doing it on purpose. Did you experience any weirdness to the movie or did it play in its full entirety? Yes. During the first, I would think five or 10 minutes of the movie, it started glitching a little bit. There was a whole bunch of us ran out of there real quick and told the guys. And by the time we got back in there, it was fixed, but really? we've been we we've been having that experience at AMC with other movies as well. Uh, the Mission Impossible movie we went and saw it. It did it. Uh, that Spider Man into the Spider Verse movie it did it too. Really? But, yes. 
Okay, because you know, you you know, you know how YouTube is, man. They kind of get a little neurotic sometimes. You know, certain people they post just about any type of shit on it, and you know, I'm like, you know what? I gotta have somebody on the show, you know, such as yourself, Rusty, or anybody, you know, and ask that question. Did you experience any type of uh, glitches or difficulties through the movie? And and that's interesting. You know, you you follow with those other people on YouTube. Do, do you think maybe they're doing this to movies like you know Mission Impossible and Sound of Freedom on purpose? because they don't want you to understand like the reality behind it i would have to say i'm 50 50 on it because i don't know i don't know for sure but at the same point of time i would think maybe it's just the digital movies are, are getting overloaded and messing up there because they got so many servers and stuff running but then again i would i couldn't put it past them to actually try to sabotage certain scenes or something like that a little bit you know what i mean you just don't ever know these days yeah yeah you know and quite interesting too you know like you have a movie that 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 literally came out uh right at the right moment of time especially in our society like where we're facing like a lot of craziness where uh, whether it's drug trafficking or human trafficking or sex trafficking oh, yeah. i mean just about everything actually let's jump into it do you think maybe they don't want to see in this movie because it just paints out like truth and reality for what we're seeing here in america uh short answer yes a little bit more of a long answer would be it shouldn't if if you're a good person no matter what if you're on the right or the left, what spectrum you're on. If you're a good person and go watch this movie, this movie has not got any like things pointing to the right or left, really. It's just about right or wrong, you know, showing human trafficking. So anybody that's on the left or any other form of the political spectrum and don't want this movie to get out, then I'm going to say they're okay with human trafficking, drugs, and pedophilia. That's well, just my yeah. opinion on it. You understand where I'm going with this, you know, with the pedophilia, yeah. right? You just touched on something like I was going to bring into it. But, you know, I'm glad that you kind of brought up pedophilia because, you know, we're seeing huge amounts of pedophilia uh, still to this. I mean, you know, still to this day, I mean, paints a broad picture of what we're seeing. And the reason I said the left more than the right is you see more of this activity, this radicalized activity uh, towards the left. With the, with the uh, far with the left, yeah, the yeah, far left, yes, yeah, the very, the very far left, yeah, that's, and you know, you've got far left judges, far left uh, politicians, and high places in the government that are saying pedophilia is perfectly okay and perfectly natural, and that's not cool. No, no, it, it's, not I mean, no, 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 that, that, that's where I draw the line. And, you know, it's about our children, you know, especially young children where they don't have a, a sense of direction like, you know, an average adult over the age of 25 or possibly 30 comprehend, you know, because, you know, you ever heard that expression or that thought, Rusty, where it actually takes 24, 25 years uh, for the human brain mindset to fully develop? Yeah, I believe that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, it's 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 a scientific fact, you know. 
try saying that to somebody that, you know, will look at you and, you know, they're super triggered and everything. And they're like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. No, no, it's actually, it's true. It's a scientific fact. 24, 25 years, your brain is fully developed uh, at its full capacity and it's conditioned from whatever it gets put in at the age of one, pretty much birth up until 24, 25. So imagine all that stuff going into your brain for 24, 25 years. The brain set, the brain, the, the mindset is like, okay, well, this is normal. You just said like, I mean, they're bringing this into society where, you know, especially pedophilia, where it's like, it's normal. There's nothing wrong with it. It's, 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 I mean, that's sick. That's, that's, that's disgusting. That's what they're going with. And, and like yeah. you say, they're targeting like Gen Z and the, the younger folks and everything when they should actually, you know, it was, you know, the family and how families are and everything today, everybody getting divorced and everything, families, you know, struggling, single parents and stuff like that. You know, anybody that's in any authority position should be good, strong leaders and, and instilling morals into everybody. Like when I went to school, I had a lot of great teachers who were heck even more. I even learned more of them, more about morals and things like that and stuff from my dad, you know, they were, they were mentoring me, but you did today. You don't have that. You have all these people trying to push the narrative. Like you're saying about, uh, about pedophilia is okay. This is okay. This is perfectly natural and, and all this stuff and, and not let them decide for themselves, not let them learn for themselves and trying to, trying to brainwash them. You know, I think it's, I think it's a mixture of, uh, of everything, Rusty. I think it's like, you know, it's, it's like they, they can care, care less, you know, uh, they can care two shits. you know, you actually have teachers more or less now more worried about their salary, their paycheck than actually, you know, being an educator to these children. Uh, you know, back then, yeah, I'm sure uh, school teachers were always, you know, uh, careful with their money and, and they're always, uh, you know, watching their salary caps, you know, as an educator. But you see that more where it's like, oh, well, you know, I only make so much as a teacher, so uh, I'm not really going to uh, put a full effortness into teaching now. I, I think you see that now, and it, and it shows that behavior where they do they can care to 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 craps, and it's now it's like the whole curriculum has totally changed. They're worried about teaching about genderness and this and that. I mean, at a young age of five and six, I mean, folks, if you're listening to the show, you know this is like a broken record. I've mentioned this time after time after time, and it's sad, Rusty, that we have to we have to talk about this on podcasts such as this and other shows that have to touch on this because that is reality. It's a sick uh, reality that is becoming normalized. That's I think that's what they want. They want it normalized. Like that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah not like we don't have enough stuff to worry about in the world today. I mean, there's a lot of other issues that need to be covered too, but yet they keep throwing certain issues in her face, and it's just it's become an even bigger issue. Hmm. Hey, everybody, this is Bob Lament with Static Radio. You won't believe where I'm going to be on July 22nd. Live on Rumble on Savage Unfiltered with Michael and Joseph. You can stop by and, you know, tell us what you think. Savage Unfiltered. 
Hi, welcome to YouTube. Thanks, it's great to be here. I'm just gonna upload my video right now. Let me see it first. Oh, wow. No, you can't post that. Why not? I don't agree with that. Nope. Okay, I'm sorry. What are you doing? I'm uploading my video. All right, that's a warning, pal. Dude, you need to relax. Flag! What? Okay, you wanna get crazy? Boom, boom, double flag. There goes your video. Did you just cancel me? All right, I'm gonna be leaving now. Where are you going? To a place where I can't get canceled and they celebrate free speech. <laughs> uh, but in fantasy land. It's not fantasy land, it's called Rumble. Later, pal. Did you need these back? Yeah, I'm gonna need those for the next person. Got you, good luck, buddy. Thanks. They really yeah, yeah. So, 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 my next question here is like with this movie "Sound of Freedom," uh, which I love, by the way, "Sound of Freedom." I, I know, and I'm going to throw this out there for all the fascocrats. And you know, it's it's a word that uh, you know one of my co-hosts uh, that's normally on the show, but he's not joining us tonight. Uh, my my co-host Joseph, you know, um, shout out to you, Joseph. I know you listen to the show, you know, even when you're not on the show. But Joseph coined this 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 term, fascocrats. I, I know, you know, they're going to be like, oh, well, you know, uh, why are you talking like this and this and that? Because these are the type of people that we're constantly fighting against. These are the people that want this normalized in this society. They're they're like, oh, there's nothing wrong uh, for. Uh, this type of behavior. There's nothing wrong by teaching a child that it's okay to be a girl when they're a boy at the age of four or five. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that because guess what, guys? Little boys and girls are confused and they're curious at that age. Like, yes. Uh, yeah. Well, you know something? This has been going on for years. It's just now we had the technology and uh, the stuff with social media. To bring it out. There's good and bad to social media. You know, social media brings light on a lot of good things, but then, you know, uh, you know, the other side, they use, uh, they use social media to cover up things. So as long as they're pushing something with social media that they like, fine. But you show that uh, Hollywood, you show that it leaks, you show one thing that they mentioned in there, that the United States is the number one capital in the world for importing those kids from outside the country, you know, for uh, sex trafficking and everything. So, you know, it's got to be a lot of rich elites and, 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 you know, for sure, it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to even say Hollywood execs, you know, Hollywood don't want it out, but yeah. a lot of, a lot of rich execs and elites, they're doing it. And now that we got the technology to blow the lid off of it, yet they're, coming down on us with all this stuff because they say oh y'all need to be censured y'all are trying to instigate violence and everything yet how? we're saying pedophilia is is okay yeah how are we inciting violence I, I i think the only thing that we're inciting is protection we're inciting protection for our children we're in, inciting protection against our families against this woke poison that has injected itself into america you know you mentioned hollywood uh, elites and executives and everything you know there's a good uh uh good actor uh, i've been I, i've been following him since i was a little boy uh, up until now 
you know, where he basically kind of came out of the woodwork with Saturday Night Live and, you know, all the uh, late night uh, comedy skit shows, uh, you know, and uh, he's been in a lot of movies, you know, good friends of uh, Adam Sandler and all those movies um, with Rob Schneider. I, and they say, I voted for Trump in 2016. I know. For some people, that's an issue for some people, you know? I mean, first of all, you know, I was in, it was in California, and, you know, um, I, had, I was right in the kitchen. And Rob uh, Schneider has a uh, show out. Uh, have you seen the show? Uh, something with Woke, you know, like uh, Woke Up in America. I think that's what the show is called. Yeah, right? I've seen, yeah. I've seen clips of him talking about things and everything, uh, like, you know, shorts and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, the reason why i'm mentioning rob schneider is believe it or not folks rob schneider yeah yeah you would think rob schneider would be on that whole you know like uh hollywood elite list and you know and, and be all for this this whole uh you know uh transgenderness and pedophilia and uh lgbt and black lives matter no no he's actually one of the fewest uh, members on the Hollywood list of actors and actresses that's fighting against this, even in the Hollywood industry, Rusty. Well, He's sick and tired of it. He's like, it's disgusting right now what's going on in Hollywood. There's there's other ones like him. Anybody who... Yeah, makes I, I'm just using him for a, cl uh, for a clear yeah. example. Yeah. Yeah, but there's it, it's becoming more and more. You know, the actor in, the actor in uh, Sound of Freedom, Jim Caviezel, He's he's tired of the Hollywood bull crap. He's not getting big Hollywood roles anymore, and he don't care because he wants to yeah. blow the lid off the, off of it. You got like John Snyder. He started his own studio. We does a lot of faith based films, you know, and films, you know, patriotic films and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. you got like Dean Kane. You know, Dean Kane's the same way. Hollywood kicked him out when he he was doing Supergirl. And they started doing some stuff on Supergirl. He didn't like. They kicked him out of Hollywood. He's like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You know people like you know Rob Schneider. Uh, you know even uh, Roseanne Barr. I mean, she's leaving you know A list movies, Rusty, and going down to the B scale, C scale, C, C scale. Excuse me. And these people are like, you know, it's right now. It's not about money. Uh, because they they made a fortune and 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 they're very successful uh, actors and actresses. It's not always about the money they're, they're saying. You know, it's it's about doing what's right because they're getting sick and tired of bullshit in America. And like you said, they're going down to lower scale movies uh, because I mean, it, some of these lower scale movies, you know, such as Sound of Freedom, uh, you know, it was kind of like a movie where they were like, okay, we'll see how it goes. And then look where look, I mean, it's, it's, it, it made like what, like over, what was it? Like three, 400, uh, million right now in the first weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it, crazy. It's up there. And, uh, see they, uh, with that movie, they, they ran into every kind of problem in the world during production and they actually made it five years ago and couldn't produce, couldn't distribute it till now because Disney, one of Disney's, uh, uh, French companies owned the rights to it and they would not put it in theaters. They bought it actually. So it wouldn't be distributed. Disney yeah. I noticed it. Disney. I, I noticed the Disney copyrights and the licensing. They didn't want to do that. 
And I want to touch on with that with Disney because that that's kind of quite interesting, uh, you know. And then obviously, I mean, yeah, folks, I, if you're not aware, you know, this movie does go back five years in the making. Uh, a lot of it has to do with the with the COVID restrictions, which like damn near killed the Hollywood industry. There's a lot of a lot of restrictions, you know, through COVID, Rusty, where they had to put a lot of films on standby. Oh, you yeah. know, even. Even the latest, like Beetlejuice two, that's that's uh, that's in production right now. You know, Beetlejuice two was supposed to come out like two and a half years ago, and it, it uh, looks like it's going to be coming out in the next couple of months. Yeah, but COVID was just icing on the cake with that. I mean, with everything else they had to go through. I mean, you know, they it, it's it's just amazing they were they were able to get it out and, well, and they were actually able to distribute it. Here, here's the thing, Rusty. You know, they can't blame it on COVID right now. You know, because COVID was like a blame for everything in every industry. Oh, we can't do it because of COVID. We can't do it because of that. Well, COVID, guys, I, I hate to say it, folks. COVID's a nothing burger. Like, no one talks about COVID anymore. Like, it's it, it, it's like it never existed. You know? Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's you hardly hear anything about it unless you get diagnosed with it. Oh, and then they just tell you, we'll try to stay away from people in your house for five days. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, basically. And then even some companies will let you come to work with it. They just tell you, hey, make sure you stay away from people. Yeah. So you mentioned something interesting here, guys. I want to talk with Rusty about this uh, about this Disney thing. The movie Sound of Freedom has taken the internet and the world by storm, absolutely demolishing the box office, beating movies like Indiana Jones with only a $13 million budget. But despite being such a huge box office success and blowing up all over the internet, legacy media and mainstream Hollywood still haven't really talked about this film. And the few that have, have tried to diminish it with hit pieces. In terms of child trafficking, we know trafficking is real. We know it has real victims. No one is denying that. But but these films are created out of moral panics, they're created out of bogus statistics, they're created out of fear, and with something like Sound of Freedom, it specifically is looking at QAnon concepts of these child trafficking rings that are run by the high-level elites, and only people like Tim Ballard, and only people like Jim Caviezel, and by extension, only people like the ticket buyer can help bring these trafficking rings down. But this doesn't make sense, because you would think a movie about sex trafficking and about a homeland security guy who went in and freed two children from sex trafficking and tried to stop sex trafficking would be popular. You'd think they would want to All right, to guys, welcome that. back you to the show here. I, Rusty, I want to talk about this uh, this Disney thing here. Uh, you mentioned Disney trying to pick up the, uh, the licensing uh, rights and they didn't want to air it or distribute it. Is it because of the whole, like, because you, if you looked at this movie, uh, folks, there is a lot of conservative, patriotic background to it. There's a lot of truth. There's not a lot of like, uh, you know, we're going to show you what you want to see or what we want you to see. There's none of that there. They they don't sugarcoat nothing in this movie. It, it's presented like like it's like like it's real life. You know what I mean? Do you think maybe mm -hmm. by presenting it like it's real life and reality, that's why Disney didn't want to pick it up? You know, that's that's probably a pretty good reason. And, uh, you know, I've, you know, I, I can't say anything for facts, too, but I've heard a lot of bad rumors about the Walt Disney family. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know how far you want me to go out on this. Oh, God. I mean, Rusty, it's okay. uncensored, unfiltered, buddy. So, I mean, if you've got something to express, man, the floor is yours, bud. All right, so 
I believe Masons are connected to the Templars, and I also believe Masons are connected to the Illuminati. I okay, so you're going through like you're going you're going deep here on the show. You're going like Freemasons and beyond, right? Okay, there are, I won't go real far out there, but this this listen, Masons are really really connected to Disney. They are like okay. super connected to Disney. There's called rooms like on at Disney World and everything where uh, where they hang out. They purchase them, and only rich elite Masons can go to those rooms. They call them like. Club thirty three rooms like the thirty three the thirty third degree of masonry. Oh wow! So I think there's a lot of, I mean, yeah, you, you know, I, I I'm just not sure about those guys, I, the secret organizations and stuff like well, that. Well, here, let me chime in here. Let me chime in for, real quick, if you don't mind. Like Disney is like a company. Uh, within other companies that are that are aligned with with these these secret organizations such as like uh the templar and freemasons and stuff like that and luminati they're they're aligned with them because the the power grab of these companies of what they what they hold you know amazon walmart they're all aligned with the with with with, with these uh secret organizations and and cults if you want to call it a cult it's almost similar to a cult where only the you know, so-called and, you know, few list of people are very familiar on how some of these organizations and, 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 and cults of, uh, of, uh, society, uh, work, you know what I mean? So I, actually, I, yeah, I mean, you actually, to understand it, you know, you have to kind of be a member of it, you know, and, and then coming out of it and then realizing, waking up and seeing what it was. And there's a lot of folks like that now, you know, well, they don't I, just I, throw, yeah, Rusty. They just don't throw this type of uh, you know membership or invitation to anybody. I mean, they go back like it's like it's a freaking mob, man. Like if you were like in you know the Gambini family from you know the New York or somewhere around there, you know, they go back within bloodline like generation and generation, you know, to really you know, okay, well, we have to make sure that you know. Uh, you can earn our trust. You know what I mean? Kind of feeling. And they gotta have the millions and millions too. They got. They gotta be. You know, like basically descendants of royalty and descendants of a nobleship, and have the money. You know, have the millions. Ice tea. Come on, liquid death. This is like my grandma's energy drink. <laughs>
is gonna be fun. We're setting. Ha! Swung a little wide there. Well, aren't we a tall glass of water? Me? I'm more of a Hawaiian punch. I'm guessing you don't fight much outside of your car now, do you? Look, Clown, I don't need four wheels to kick your ass. <laughs> Any chance we eat this back in the cars? <laughs> How about a little kill music? Dumps like a truck, truck, truck. That's like what, what, what? All night long. Let me see that though. Like it when the beat go. Baby, let your booty go. Girl, do you want to show? Do you love this silver hair, God? It don't lie to me. Yeah, man. Look, I listened to Unleash the Dragon so many times the disc broke. I'm not a liar. You said you were coming to my show, and then you shot at me! It was a misunderstanding. I've been getting shot at ever since I can remember. It's a forced habit, I guess. <sighs> Sounds like you have trust issues. Yeah, you're not wrong. Nice pipes, dude, I have to say. That high note, it's perfect. A word? Yeah. Can I go? I got somewhere to be. I thought you said you were coming to the show! Of course I am. Just... Can I leave after the show? <sighs> well, in that case, the night is opening night. <laughs> Twisted metal. Savage unfiltered. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of quite interesting that, you know. Disney didn't want to pick up the rights and licensing to this movie, uh, Sound of Freedom. But they're willing to, you know, uh, to promote and uh, sell uh, transgenderism, uh, uh, sex trafficking. I mean, you go to Disney World right now in Florida, Rusty, you see all that shit drapered down in their parks. I mean, an average five or six year old would under wouldn't understand that. But if you were a very intelligent uh, average man or woman, you could see what the hell they're selling right now in 2023. It's disgusting. It really is. Yeah, they're they're going off the deep end, and not you know it it is what it is. I mean, they just they're yeah. I don't like. The whole total direction that they're going with everything, it's just, and like you, like you say, we talked about it. They've got all these connections with everything and everything, and of course, Disney would not want this film to get out that tells the truth about things that shows a lot of it. And uh, they, they, they actually own the rights to distribute the movie. That's what held it up so long. They owned it with one of yeah. their French companies, so they didn't want it to get out at all. And until I guess they had to fight a legal battle. To get it away from them so they could get it out. I mean, I don't know exactly all the details, but I mean, I just know kind of what a summary of it. So, so yeah. You know, you know what's baffling to me is uh, I'm surprised that the the rating that they gave it was uh, PG-13, and the reason for that is because of the type of content uh, that's expressed in it. Uh, there's a lot of adult content, 
And I mean, of course, yes. I mean, you have to understand, folks, like we've come a long way in movie ratings and how production companies and uh, executive directors and uh, executive uh, management uh, in that industry of rating a movie works because like you remember back in a day where the original we were talking about beetlejuice the original beetlejuice there's a lot of, like sexual content in that movie you know that movie was actually only pg back then now that movie would probably be uh, uh close to rated r or pg-13 so the ratings have come a long way over the course of like 20 to 30 40 years but I'm surprised that they gave that a PG-13. I was really, really surprised. I thought it was going to go to a rated R movie, you know. Well, I mean, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of profanity in it, and I mean that. Well, I'm not talking about the profanity. I'm talking about the content. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm talking about how they yeah. expressed it in the movie. Because you got to remember, yeah, like an average 13-year-old, uh, Rusty, they know what we're talking about on the show. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if 13 or 14, 15-year-old kids, you know, teenagers listen to a show like mine or something similar to mine. But they, they understand the content. I'm talking about like, you know, how certain parents would probably, I mean – you got to remember, there, 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 there's kids out there that are more sheltered uh, than kids today. You know, some parents actually yeah. do shelter their children until they're 16 years old, where they don't allow that content in front of them. You know what I mean? So well, there, there was disturbing content, but I think they brought it forth in a way where they didn't show you everything. They just insinuated yeah. to what happened. And I think it's probably why they got away with the PG-13 rating. I mean, they let you know when that door closed, you know, you just knew when the door closed, when that dad left his uh, two kids with that uh, lady who said she was going to make them famous and everything, you just know when he come back at 7 o'clock, they wasn't going to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It just insinuated things. It insinuated what happened, but it didn't really – show any of those things you know it just it made you know what was going to happen and what was happening and made you kind of kind of think what is happening you know that's probably why they got away with the pg-13 rate yeah yeah i just wanted to touch on that because i i thought it was i thought it was very strange you know to like i i was i was hoping them to push it to a rated r because of the because of the content you know there's a lot of you know explicit type of content in there um that's that's all but you know like let's talk about the movie a little bit before we close it out like do you think that this movie was made to wake people up or do you think it was more politically motivated i think first, it was first made- let's, yeah first let's go to see in like what you think with the uh you know to waking people up do you think it's gonna wake people up a little bit more or do you think people are just gonna it's gonna go through one ear out the other and you know, well, it's going to be like a 9-11. Remember, remember 9-11? After 9-11, people were like united and the country came together. And then, what, like five, ten years later, we it was like it never existed. We went back to our normal selves and, and, and we forgot all about it. Is this movie going to wake us up, Rusty, or are we going to forget about it in two, four, five years? Well, I, you know, that's that's hard to say. But I have seen some positive effects about it whether they be short term. I mean, you know, I've seen people from all walks of life, all all around the political spectrum. And I'm, 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 I'm just talking about people that 
lived near me here in Tennessee that uh, it didn't offend him any, uh, politically and uh, it kind of brought some awareness to it and it, it disturbed him. So the fact that they're now that trying to silence certain stories and certain movies and promote others really shows that they've forgotten where Hollywood started and shows that they've completely forgotten what art and what storytelling is really about. So it really does break my heart to see such a great movie like this and such a successful effect, movie like this not I be mean, celebrated by mainstream media that by positive movies. effect can be. But one thing that's going to have an even greater effect on it is how long it stays in theaters. And as long as there's a demand, it will stay in theaters. And there's a way, you know, Angel Studios has got the way where you can pay it forward and buy folks tickets so folks can train, claim, so, excuse me, so folks can claim the free tickets who can't afford to go see. So it's putting yeah. it out on a wider reach. And they have actually, they had a $2 million, um, actually, it was, sorry about that, $2 million free ticket go. And they've actually got over eight million free tickets bought now. Wow! So they, that, that's they awesome. Their, their goal out of the water, and as long as it keeps going, and folks can keep going and seeing it, and there's a demand for it, and folks will pay to go see it, and folks will pay for others to go see it. I mean, who knows where it can go? Who knows how long it can stay in theater? Yeah, they're distributing, and, and I like that. Yeah, I was gonna say I like how they're throwing in the free ticket because this this is this is a production company uh, with 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 the set of directors, executive management uh, producers. They're throwing that pitch in there where it's not about money. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back. Uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Savage Hey guys, what is going on? Michael Gardner here from Savage Unfiltered. Guys, check us out the end of this week around July 22nd as we are going to be dropping our new website, savageunfiltered.com. Check it out this Friday, guys. And also check us out this Saturday, the 22nd, live streaming on Rumble, YouTube, and Facebook, including twitch.tv. Keep it there, guys. They made Keep this it movie savage. to wake people up, uh, and I and I hope you use the term uh, "offended." I hope it's not going to offend anybody. I, if anything, Rusty, I would love for this movie to even educate the uneducated people, the ones that are always triggered and constantly trying to stir up the pot, so to speak. I hope this movie educates and brings more people to you know. To, to the to the glimpse of reality of what we're going as as a nation that's what well, i what I, mean, what I mean by offended is they should realize that what this movie portraying is happening and this movie's only touching the iceberg on it and the fact that it's happening 
should be offensive to anybody who's sane. It should well, be offensive to any sane adult. Well, it's going to be a, a, a offensive uh, because it's showing truth. It's showing uh, a reality of what we what we are as a nation. We're we're not the same United States as once we as we were. Even I mean, going back a short while ago of twenty years. I mean, I mean, it seems like it was just around the corner, but you could see a huge gap even ten or twenty years uh, ago. Uh, we're not that same nation, but I think it's going to wake people up. I hope it wakes people up. I, what I'm saying is I want folks to be offended by, you know, pedophilia and be offended by that this is actually going on and it's been hidden from them and want to do something about it. And well, aware damn, yeah, raise your voice and, and, and come together and say, damn it, yeah. stop this. Yeah, absolutely, Rusty. Yes. It needs to make people, you know, a little bit upset. And they need to be upset, and they need to they need to get loud about this. Uh, I mean, yeah. we should be protesting this uh, more than a lot of other things, you know. So, so do you think this movie is going to be more uh, uh, politically motivated going into the twenty twenty four election? Do you think they're going to use this movie as as a as a as a backslop to it? Well, uh, Trump has already uh, had sit down interviews with Jim Caviezel and. Tim Ballard, he's yeah, showing no, I've seen the interview just the other day when he was coming back from one of his rallies, uh, which was, I mean, the man is like a superman. I mean, you know, he goes from rally to rally and still has yeah. enough time to interview with people. That's that's crazy. But yeah, I seen he, the interview. Yeah, he's had, Trump's having private showings that uh, I forget where he said it was. I don't know if it was. It was uh, there was a private showing down here near his uh, Mar-a-Lago resort, which is in uh, West Palm here in Florida. Yeah. He was talking about doing a private showing somewhere. I didn't know if it was Mar-a-Lago or up there at Atlantic City at one of his hotels. But, I mean, just doing that, you know, it shows he's on the bandwagon from it. And he's sharing it. You know, he's sharing all these posts about it on his social media. So, so he's behind it. And, I mean, I think, you know, uh, maybe, I, I don't know if he's using that as a tool, but he's he knows that the information should get be getting out there. And, you know, he's behind it. And, uh it's too bad that, uh, uh, you know, anybody else ain't behind it. I mean, you know, you would think something like this, even the president of the United States would get behind it, but he's not going to do that. No, no. Joe Biden can care less. No. I mean, uh, you know, even on the GOP side here in Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, my governor here of the state, you know, that he's not really talking about uh, this movie at all. I mean, uh, if anything, not to be not not to play uh, pun intended, but I mean, I think he's he's more or less trying to get his uh, his twenty five polling uh, number up to at least fifty or sixty because Donald Trump's leading them by forty or fifty points by now. Uh, honestly, about Ron DeSantis, I think he's Disney Soros pants and Bush owned. DeSantis, don't get me wrong, he's done wonders, and I said this to Joseph uh, on the show last week. You know, he's done wonders for the state. He's a great governor, but he's a duck in the water. I mean, he's not presidential material. I mean, the the guy is. I mean, I he's he he he's weak. He would be a he would be a, a a conservative Republican version of Joe Biden if he was in office, but a lot younger, obviously, and he wouldn't carry policy. Uh, uh, directly, you know, as it was coming forward. 
he's not presidential material. There's president pre presidential material, excuse me, and then there's uh, you know the lower scale of uh, both state and uh, local government. He fits the bill perfectly as a state government leader. That's it. That's all he should be. Well, you know. Well, the thing about that is, though, I know a lot of people who are moving up here from Florida because they can't pay their housing insurance and their their property taxes. It's it's terrible. It, it really it's 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 bad here. Uh, and that's a uh, wow. I'm uh really uh. And he said he was going to do something about that. Yet it's they said it's three or four times worse than when he started. Yeah. Yeah, well, he like I said, he's a duck in the water. Like he he's starting to get the pressure on him, you know. And I think more pressure now. Uh, quite recently, if you look at DeSantis in the last like three or four months, uh, the pressure, folks. What I mean by it is, you know, from this presidential polling, you know, because he sees where Trump is right now uh, in the uh, possible uh, primary candidate for the ticket there in 2024 he knows he knows that he's 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 competing against a, a freaking terminator right now with trump and the pressure's on him with that we are totally dominating prediction on that he's not going to do good in the primary no no he's not even gonna he's not even gonna get up to a 45 if he's lucky by what december going into january february of next year he'll probably pull up to close to a 40 37 38 but he's gonna stay between like a 20 27 28 right now i got a feeling that a lot of folks are going to start putting a lot of money in political uh, contributions behind Pence. Pence? And, uh, Pence is only pulling a four, Rusty. He's low. Listen, I think... I, I don't like Pence. You know, I, I, I think he's a traitor. I, I, I think you know, I, I think he's no different than your Mitt Romney. You know, he's a rhino. Plain and simple. That's all yeah. he is. But I do look for, you know, and there's a lot of them. There's a lot of Republicans that hate Trump, which are rhinos, senos, and whatever Joe would call them. And I look for those guys who actually, Ron is a distraction. I actually look for them to put the money behind Pence. I may be wrong on that, but I'm, you know, I, I, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for Pence to be, you know, the, the underdog that they put money behind and, and cause issues. I'm looking for him. I, I think. I think if they was to do that, Fox News would would uh, get, take off with him and, and you know make him out to be the savior. A man devoted to one term of principles, not personalities. Here he is, a constitutionalist, author, 
political activist Joseph M. Leonard. Hey guys, check out Joseph's podcast here, part of Savaged Unfiltered. Check his show out, Christitutionalist Politics Podcast, available on Spotify and anywhere you hear a podcast, guys. Now, back to the show. Savage. You, you never know. Maybe uh, if, if, if Pence falls out of the race, which I think he is, I think by November, December, you're going to see Pence and the, and the other ones that are, that are going to drop out. Uh, you know, and if he does, uh, you might, you might, uh, you might have that new slot open for, uh, for Mike Pence to fill in the old shoes of, uh, Tucker Carlson. But speaking of Tucker Carlson, did you hear that? Uh, this is a rumor I heard from the great vibe. Little birdie said that, uh, that, uh, Fox news might be trying to, to buy Tucker Carlson's contract back in. Well, they lost a lot of ratings. Oh, they still I are. Tucker's killing it on Twitter, man. Yeah, he, he is, is killing it on Twitter. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah he he he's killing it on Twitter. But I, I seen the uh, I seen the interview he had with uh, with Donald Trump, and there was a there was a certain thing I did not like where Donald where Donald Trump he was pressuring them. Did you see the the interview with Donald Trump? No, I didn't see it. There was some pressuring between Tucker and uh, and Donald Trump quite recently, uh, and he kept on questioning the envelope, questioning the envelope, and I, it kind of made uh, you know Donald Trump a little uh, I wouldn't say upset, but a little uncomfortable. That's the, you got. Well, that's not hard to do. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Donald Trump is is the pit bull in, in politics. No one expected this man to be president. You know, four and a half, five, six years ago, they they didn't expect them. They were all laughing at him. You know, you remember all the old, uh, you know, late night talk show hosts and uh, for Jimmy Fallon to uh, the British guy, always making fun of him. Oh, Donald Trump will never be president. You know, from your Hillary Clinton to Barack Obama, he'll never be president. Sure enough, he was president. Well, if, they, if they actually thought he would have won, they'd have cheated then. Yeah. Yeah, they would have. I mean, massive. Uh, it'd been a massive amount, just like it was with Biden. Well, that's going you know, after him. They know. They know the power. The the power hold that he 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 beholds. I mean, he 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 has he he brings a huge uh, presence. Now, I mean, I'm going to get a little probably neurotic here, but it's the truth. I mean, when Donald Trump speaks, he has like that godly message behind him. Now, I'm not t- saying he's a god, folks, and uh, we're going to have like you know snowflakes and leftists out there that are going to be like, "Oh, Michael said God. Michael said God on Savage Unfiltered. He's a god. No, he's not a god, but he brings that presence of of a godly figure because of the 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 threatening message that goes to the left." You know, every time he speaks, they're trying to, you know, fish in another witch hunt. Every time he brings up policy uh, pitches or proposals, they try to bring up fake dossiers against them. Have you noticed that? Like, that's the, that's the godly presence that this man brings, you know? Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't really say godly presence, but I would say that he's a great speaker. He commands authority. And uh, when he speaks, most of the time, 
I'm well, it speaks both. volumes. I what that, yeah, what I meant by that is a godly yeah. figure yeah. is like, okay, you know somebody has a power threshold behind their voice because the ones that speak – even the ones that hate you, right? Your average haters out there, they're going to hate you, but you're still going to have their attention. You're still going to have uh, their center threshold on you. They hate you. They're always going to hate you through either jealousy or regular hatred. But that is that godly presence I'm talking about. That's like taking putting them in the center of uh, Central Park in New York City, your people that are going to Jesus, uh, you know, every, anybody from your non-believers to non-Christians, non-Catholics, all this, this goes back to the early times, right? The haters that hated Jesus, you know, 2,000 some odd years ago, they're still going to have their center of attention on, on him. You know why? Because he brings that presence. And I think that's what Donald Trump is so similar to Jesus, you know, in, in a way. I mean, he's not, you know, perfect like Jesus, but he's a man. Jesus is is different. But I'm saying there's similarities because of the presence. And I'm just saying that for a clear example. There's only a, a selected, selected few in this world that can bring that attention to even – the people that oppose his policy or oppose his his thoughts or views. You, you kind of know where I'm going with this, right? A little bit. Yeah, he, he's got he's got a strong presence, and you know, I here I honestly believe this. I'll even go go as far to say this. I believe God has used him and has spoken through him at times. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. do believe that. You know, and he's just got, you know, he's he, he does have a powerful presence, and I mean. I think, you know, at least, I mean, he ain't perfect. He's a man. But I'd say 90, 90%, he is better than, you know, any candidate out there, and better than any Republican out there, I would say 90 by 90% at least. Yeah. I, I give him back. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would agree with you on that, guys. We're talking with uh, with Rusty here, a uh, good friend of mine. He has a, a show on YouTube called The Main Man Channel. Is that all right? Yeah. I, I don't have my notes with me. Obviously, I I don't have the notes, but uh, I know it's Main Man, right? Is that is that how it is presented with the uh, Facebook group well, page? The YouTube is now Main Man Channel Two, of course, because my first channel got deleted. My big channel did. Yeah. Now, uh, but I have a Facebook. I have a Facebook page called the Main Man Channel, and then I also have a Facebook group, which you're a member of. That way, you can share some of your social media to it. Called the Main Man Channel and Friends. Uh, yeah. The, my, yeah. Well, I, by I, the way, I apologize. I got <laughs> the, the 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 channel, the group page we just mentioned. I'm constantly flooding with uh, with material of Savage Unfiltered. I mean, every single time it's like I see notifications pop up, uh, you know, on on Facebook, and you know, producer Shaky here, you know, he's like, uh, Mike, there's there's got to be like uh, twenty or forty different, uh, you know, approvals from, you know, from from the moderator there, Rusty, or you know, whoever works the page. I mean, <laughs> I apologize, but you know, we put out content on there, and uh, 
it's it's good content and 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 there's really really awesome content on that group page guys i highly highly suggest you check it out so yeah yeah i'm trying i'm trying to grow everything you know everything i, I mean i'm you can find me on any time any form of social media i'm there you know just about i mean except maybe the new threads i haven't even looked at that yet you've heard about that of course but <laughs> what's this the new one yeah, i'm pretty much in Threads. You hadn't heard about threads? Threads. No, this is a first, and uh, this is new to me. I never even Meta, heard it up until now. Meta created a platform just like Twitter. So Meta, Facebook, you know, they created a platform just like Twitter called Threads. Oh, maybe. Well, this is new to me because you you know I'm uh, you know I'm perma banned on Twitter, right? They suspended my account. You should start another. Because my my account's starting to grow, and a lot of people, you might even get the other one unlocked. Some people did. Like I a lot tried, of people are getting, you know, we tried to send a letter out there to uh, to Elon Musk, you know, and I've sent, uh, you know, myself included, Shaky, and other people on the show. We we we've sent like four or five appeals to him, and yet I have gotten an email stating that the that the account has been unsuspended. And unpermaband and access. Graham said that I was sharing um, misinformation, disinformation bullshit. So yeah, they're getting me. They get me like at all time. Facebook and Instagram. Luckily, I've not been deleted. I mean, I just yeah. But I, I but cool. if I was you, I'd go ahead and start another Twitter because Twitter's rocking right now. And then if you're not on True Social, it's rocking too. Oh yeah, we're on True Social. Um, you know, you gotta build up the following of obviously because we've only been on True Social for like about what three weeks, right, Shaky? Yeah, about three weeks. And uh I mean it's it's you know, it's but it's it's a um you know, what I see at True Social, even though it's ran by Trump, you know, it's still in my eyes, it's it's um it's a better platform. You know, it's it's not like your big platforms like Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Um, it's a better platform. It still needs to grow. You know, they, 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 they don't even have live streaming on, on, on true social. No, I, I think they well, need to get live streaming that, you know, that would push the envelope to the, to the conservative yeah. platform. And something that worries me, it's always worried me. Trump's only got like 6 million followers on true social. Now that's a, that's an estimate. Uh, it might be like 5.5 actually million, yeah. but, uh, you go to Twitter, he's got, followers so he can't even share he, his twitter account is unlocked like elon's allowing him to use it but he doesn't use it because his agreement with truth he can't use twitter occasionally you'll oh. see him put out a facebook post or an instagram post and he will put a facebook or instagram post out every now and then because they're unlocked Wait, now he, too. he owns he owns the damn platform so how is it like his own contract within himself is not allowing it on Twitter. You're saying no, he's not allowed to tweet. He's not allowed to tweet on Twitter because of his contract with. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the software and all the investors. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. That this would be his main social media platform. When he wouldn't tweet, can't tweet at all, but Still, well, that's stupid because yeah, 
Yeah, that's you, stupid, Rusty. Because if it was, if he was, if they were smart, if the investors redo that contract and allow him to tweet, because maybe if by tweeting over to Twitter with that large amount of following he has on Twitter, that would bring a lot of the traffic from Twitter over to Truth. Because, like I mentioned, that's this. Maybe this is just my opinion, Rusty. But you know, Truth is still that beta you know, a soft launch platform still. It's still building up its base. Welcome to Zombie Coffee and Donuts. How can I help you? Can I help you? Oh, is this your order? Here you go. Have a nice day. Zombie coffee and donuts. Zombie tested, zombie approved. Watch End of Life on Facebook at End of Life Series. Savage. My opinion, to win the 2024 election, he's going to have to start tw start tweeting. If he he's don't start have tweeting, to. he's not going to win. Yeah, he's going to have to. That's I mean, that's opinion. that's how it generated his base in 2016 with, with the tweets and the Facebooking. Yeah, so yeah. He, but his agreement with Truth, he's not allowed to, and the, the investors will pull out of it. And uh, so unless he can get that amendment agreed, I mean, you know uh, – you can look it up. It's public record. I actually had a copy of it at one time, but uh, the agreement he had with Truth about where he can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. So as we conclude here with this episode, Rusty, uh, I want to get back into this uh, Sound of Freedom. Do you see a possible uh, Sound of Freedom Part 2 uh, in, in the makes, in, in, in the making here? Uh, even if there's not a possible Sound of Freedom Part Two, with the it's it's still a box office success. It still paid the investors back. It's still going, you know, going out there and helping and getting spread out by word of mouth. So the success of it will spawn, even if it don't spawn a Sound of Freedom Two, it's going to spawn more movies like this blowing the lid off. I think, I think it will start a trend. I, I think so too, and I think it's going to be heavily motivated, you know, going into 2024, 2025, 2026, and then going forward. Um, there, this, this movie is going to be talked about for generations of generations, you know, and rightfully so. There's a um, there's an opportunity here. That opportunity is yeah. Hollywood right now is on strike. Yeah, I noticed that through SAG. You know, I have uh, I have some friends and uh, that are SAG members and stuff, and uh, they do a lot of you know uh, uh, B roll films and stuff like that. And oh, the SAG man is like, yeah, like what's going what, what's going on with SAG? Do you think this AI stuff is crazy? I'm I'm telling you, this AI stuff is crazy. Oh, I mean, the AI is crazy. out of control. It really is. That's why, I mean, that's one of the main reasons why they're on strike is because. They can use AI to write the scripts. They don't need to pay the writers no more. 
Heck, you know, they don't even have to have the actors do as much acting because they can, uh, you know, computer generate all that. So yeah, they're using all that CGI crap. I mean, everywhere you see on CGI. I mean, I, you go, you pop on like uh, regular network TV, and it's CGI, CGI, CGI. They're they're eliminating the actor. It's it, the actor's no longer needed. Yeah. Oh, we got CGI. Yeah, I, I mean that's why they're on strike. The other day, okay, we sent that uh, that Bing Chat AI. You know, you can send it requests and ask it to do things for you, write stories and stuff like that. We asked it no. to write a story about Wolverine and Deadpool saving a uh, sprinkled donut. <laughs> and it actually wrote a good story about that. I mean, it was actually a good story. No so shit. You had wow. to write scripts and everything. Just that. Just that AI. This the Bing AI chat platform. I'm telling you. Like, like they're not going to need producers anymore, directors. Like, AI is going to be basically taking over the world as it is already. And... Eliminating jobs. Eliminating humans. We're going to be working for the artificial intelligence soon instead of a real person. <laughs> you know? Who knows? You know, they could... I mean, you know, they could even totally CGI a, a president. And we'd never nope. know change a lot you go look at him when he was the vice president look at his earlobes and look at him now as the president his, his ears shrunk yeah <laughs> i mean that's weird right there in itself maybe he had some plastic surgery to reduce his ears who knows i i, I don't know I really don't know. Well, Rusty, I wanna I wanna thank you man for chatting for like uh going on almost an hour a really good chat with my buddy Rusty here from Tennessee, guys. Uh, make sure you hit that like and follow button on his channels there, the main man channel. Uh, he's, I mean, he's, uh, Rusty, you're not a Republican or a conservative. You're just a straight-up patriot, aren't you, man? Like, you don't well, I, you don't have I, I a, a classification, myself, right? I, I consider myself right-of-center Republican, but I consider myself 100% patriot. I mean, you know, yeah. constitutional patriot. Yeah, I mean, you and I, we we see we we basically, I mean, we see the same page. I mean, we see it as like, uh, you know what? You could almost classify yourself as a realist. You're a realist. You you know you, you don't you, you don't see you see fakeness, but you also see bullshit too, and you're not afraid yeah. to call it out. And actually, you know, Jim Caviezel portrays Tim Tim Ballard on Sound of Freedom. Tim Ballard in real life is actually. He considers himself a libertarian. A libertarian, wow. Yeah. 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 You got you got to watch out for the libertarian because they can swing both both sides of the fence. You know. Well, that's what he said. That's what he said. He said I'm not. He said I'm right in the middle of the road. That's what he said. You know. But I, I, yeah. I like I said, I consider myself right of center, but a hundred percent constitutional patriot. But. Yeah, right of center. Hey, uh, final thoughts on this. Uh, I know you're a you're a uh, you're a gun guy, and uh, you're pro Second Amendment. Uh, what do you think of uh, this uh, this latest coming out of Florida? I, I know you probably heard it. You know, now Florida be uh, being a state where you don't no longer need a permit to carry. Okay, well Tennessee's like that too. 
Uh, yeah, I know so, Tennessee's like that, and Georgia does kind of piggyback off you guys too as well. But what do you my, think of uh, Florida's new rule? I think uh, – Or new law, know, so to speak. Yeah, let's say law because that sounds better. I don't yeah. know the fine print of it. I know the fine print of the one in Tennessee. But, but uh, you know, background check for a gun. If you don't have to have a permit in the state of Florida, I mean, I meaning you still got to be able to pass a background check for buying that gun. If you're legally well, not allowed I mean, to have a gun, see, come on, man. Let's 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 go into reality. I mean, they can they can blight off. So if a guy gets stopped and he's got a gun and he's got a felony, he's got a misdemeanor, or shows up and on anything like that, you know, he gets a traffic stop or whatever, it's going to ping and he's going to get in trouble for that gun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A criminal, a criminal though doesn't care about you know gun laws. They're going to get a gun no matter what. You know, there's nothing you can do about that. The only thing that combats that is to have more good guys with guns, and to have more good guys with guns, maybe you have constitutional like like the the new law of Florida passed. That way, you got more good guys with guns. Because if I'm a bad guy and I'm a, in a room with ten people, and I know for sure, since I passed this new law, that eight or nine of those uh, ten people could be armed. I'm less likely to do something right there because criminals in nature are are cowards. They always go after the soft targets. They never go after. They go after the easy money, the easy thing. They never go after somebody who can take care of themselves. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. So I think I think more good guys with guns is a good thing. It didn't really make crime go up in Tennessee. You know. We've got about the same number of uh, criminal shootings as we did before. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I agree with it, but I don't agree with it. I'm kind of neutral on it because I, I do feel that, uh, you know, some of the NRA has to come into play a little bit and be more responsible with it. We, 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 we need, you, you know what we have, you know what we have a huge problem and, and folks, I got to close it out here soon, but I just kind of got stuck on this second amendment issue. Uh, you know what we have a, a problem with Rusty? We have a problem with the mental illness in this country. That's where the NRA comes in. The NRA has to screen out more have to do more on their part and maybe just maybe we could tackle mental illness a little bit you know with the purchasing well, of guns if wayne lapierre would quit pocketing all the donations to the nra the nra could do a lot more see it's become money it's become funding that's the problem we have way too many corrupted lobbyists and special donors out there that care more about their pocket then they're, you know, for then doing right for the country. You know, the NRA, they have to step it up. You know, like I, uh, I thought when President Trump tackled that issue a few years ago with the NRA and, and gun purchases that involved with the mental illness in this country, I thought he handled it perfectly and he had a really, really good proposal. And then, you know, the, uh, what was it? That, that fucking witch hunt popped up with uh, Russia collusion, Russia collusion. Oh, PP tapes, PP tapes. And, you know, the Russian hooker and everything, you know, he was going to a right direction with that approach. And then, you know, it never, it really never took its way, you know, where it should have, 
And I think that's where President Trump has to come back in. You know, if he's going to make good policies, if he does become president, which I hope, I hope he does. Uh, we we got to get this idiot out of office, Biden. He's a, he's a fucking clown and he's destroying our nation. But I think President Trump, Rusty, I think he has to he has to tackle the 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 uh, the mentally disturbed uh, and the gun issues that we have re- regarding the the mentally disturbed. Because now I'm going to say it, and if it offends you, I'm sorry. If it offends you, I'm offending you in the right way. Because maybe I'll wake you up. But mentally disturbed, Rusty, should not have access to guns because their mindset is not there to keep that gun safeguarded, not only against themselves. I mean, I hope we can agree on those terms. Well, you, like I say, with your all's new law, you have to be able to pass a background check to purchase a, a firearm to be able to carry it. That right there in itself, if they were ever, when you fill out the 4473, they asked you, were you ever mentally adjudicated with a judge? And if uh, a judge ever mentally adjudicated you, you have to answer yes on that, and that's going to make you fail the background check. Well, I mean, anybody can forge their, 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 their questions, right? I mean, their answers to the question, excuse me. Like, you just said something that, like, you have to answer yes or no. Well, obviously, somebody, if they really want something in life, they can answer the opposite uh, question, or excuse me, the opposite answer to that question. Well, you, the next background check is pretty good, and it's actually sometimes too good. Even people that shouldn't be delayed, usually if there's anything wrong, it shows up as a delay. Yeah, I understand well, what I'm saying, but the system, here's where, where I'm going back with this, okay, what President Trump has to propose a better system, okay, because the system that we have right now is so easily manipulated uh, by even the average person. Anybody can manipulate this, you know, it has to go further. In order to, in order to make our society safe against the mentally disturbed with gun purchases, and access to guns. We have to develop a better system because the system that we have right now, I think, is sucks. It has to something has to be better. I mean, if we're going to spend our tax dollars as ta- as American citizens, that's where I wouldn't mind spending my tax dollars on a proposal bill that that goes further to the envelope to try to make this system ten times better of the screening process that we currently have now. You know what I mean? Well, uh, I think deep, I know, but I, I, I <laughs> yeah, I, I think the forty-four seventy-three that we have right now is adequate enough, and maybe even a little bit more more than adequate. And I think that President Trump should be preaching nationwide constitutional carry for all fifty states if he wants to get elected by the gun owners, because I know. One out of every two gun owners I talked to didn't vote for Trump because of his uh, views on firearms. So if he preached constitutional carry and he armed America, and like I say, more good guys with guns, the better, then I think that would help him get elected. That's my opinion on that. So I am I'm pro 2A. I am totally pro Second Amendment just as it's written. I think it's a God-given natural right for a, for a 
a person to be able to defend themselves or, or defend themselves against government tyranny. And so that's where I'm at with that. You know, even if somebody uh, did jail time, if they did their time, they become a good citizen, I think they should be able to go through a process to get their gun rights back. That's how that's how pro 2 I am. Uh, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. It, it, freedom. Everything that you hold dear to, that sound of freedom. Uh, you know, that's the way, in closing here on the show, that's the way we go as a nation and as a society. When you hear the sound of freedom, what do you hear? I'm going to leave that onto you guys to figure out. Uh, thanks very much, guys, for uh, joining here on the show, Savage Unfiltered. Remember, guys, you can follow us anywhere uh, you hear a podcast, whether it's on our audio platform, Spotify, Google, Apple, uh, Audible, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Uh, we're now on Twitch.tv, uh, which is uh, both for gamers and podcasters. So you're going to want to check us out on Twitch.tv. Search Savage Cast. Uh, like the show Savaged, and then Cast, C-A-S-T. Search that, guys. Uh, um, Twitch platform through the show. So check us out there on uh, Twitch.tv. Also, Rumble. Uh, check us out on Savage Unfiltered on Rumble. Uh, putting out uh, just about, uh, God, daily videos on Rumble. So... Uh, you're going to want to check us out there. Uh, every Saturday, guys, we do live streaming uh, on Rumble as well as YouTube and our Facebook page, Savage Unfiltered. So, so many different ways to uh, to reach the show, uh, both video and audio. Some new merchandise stuff, SavagedArmy.com. So check us out on SavagedArmy.com. I'm going to bring out some promo codes uh, this weekend. Uh, so you're going to want to check that out as we uh, address it on our Facebook and other platforms. And uh, this upcoming week, guys, check out the new website in closing. Last announcement, uh, and I'm going to get you guys out of here because uh, I know you're probably tired of hearing my voice. But uh, one more announcement, and I promise, and then we're out of here. And then i got to give a shout-out to Rusty, and then we're closing out the show. Uh, I think I'm done, man. You got any final thoughts here before we depart or uh... – uh, I think we kind of go sound of freedom. Just go say sound of freedom. Go say sound of freedom. That's that's all I got to say. <laughs> sound of freedom. I love it. God.